thank you for the name of Jesus and Lord we come to the altar and I I just sense I just want to speak a speak a word of, of innocence over you and just uh, restore the youth of, of Easter to you I just pray that there's just that that overwhelming joy and excitement and it seems that it's just just felt like just this whole I want to break this spirit of routine and, and just begin to rejoice uh, like what it means that Jesus resurrected and got up on our behalf got up saved us and and delivered us and set us free and 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 all the stuff all everything else around lord i just pray for authenticity this morning that lord god that that it is not a commercial this is the real thing and we thank you jesus thank you for getting up on that faithful faithful day and lord did you resurrected for salvation to come to all men and Lord, we bless you today. We honor you. We honor you every day. But in, in just in, in today, we stand up at Father God that we, we call and, and pull in in our most holy faith and sing to you, Lord God. We're thankful. We're thankful as our last worship song just pulls us in. I, I just want you just to take on an attitude of being thankful. That's just in your heart right now. Just thank God for something. Thank him for something. I know there's plenty to, to ask for, but man, there's so much even more to be thankful for. So Jesus, we come to you with purity in spirit, purity in mind, purity in heart, and just say thank you, Jesus, how great you are, Lord. And we just bless you, Father, that, Lord, that we want to be found pleasing in your eyes, Lord, and, and just be before you at all times that we are forever grateful that you rose from, on, from the tomb and that you saved us and set us free. And, Lord, I just pray, I pray for this, that the whole mindset of of. of growing outside of the will and growing outside of anticipation to be broken i pray for a spirit of expectancy upon us today like never before and we expect to hear from god expect to have a a move from god in, in such a mighty and powerful way that it cannot be denied and we honor you shake our grounds lord jesus as it said the ground shook lord and father god the dead in christ rose i thank you for the grounds of us shaking we were made out of the dust of the earth shake our grounds today lord god and and father god resurrect the things of god that you've called on the inside of us to come out and father god flow like never before the strongest impersonation the strongest thing that will be impersonable on us on our lives today will be the holy spirit and we thank you for it. in jesus name amen 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 i am glad and thankful for what god is doing in all of our lives and and just blessed us. I've uh, challenged myself uh, every day to get up and be thankful first before I'm wanting and just to uh, enjoy uh, Jesus. And so uh, a little bit different um, take on <laughs> resurrection today. Uh, to keep a thief. A little different there. What have, <laughs> and even I, even I messed up the point. So it should be what we have can't stop what God gives so I love it, love it when I just jack it up early, right? Uh, I just go ahead and get that out of the way. In other words, just, I, my perfect street of not make a mistake just happened. Uh, 
John chapter 18 and verse 38 through 40. Pilate said unto him, what is truth? And he's talking to Jesus. And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and saith unto them, I find in him no fault at all. But ye have a custom that I should release unto you one, one at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Father, I just pray I thank you for your word. And Lord, that I will be complete submissive to what you would have to say and what you would want to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. To keep a thief. They chose to keep a thief, to keep a robber rather than Christ, right? As absurd as that sound, I, I think by the time I'm done or while I'm going, we'll realize we've all kept some thieves instead of Christ. At times, you know, not overall, the big picture, y'all would have been the ones, no, give us Jesus. Pins. We've got to think that whatever we choose over Christ will eventually steal from us because anything compared to God can only take from our life, right? In comparison to Christ, that thing can only steal. It can't bless, right? If, if I trade in Jesus for anything, that thing is now a, a robber, right? Even if we could have a little give us Barabbas sign in us that popped up every time that he was traded in. And so the, the folks that were yelling out that when Jesus isn't popular, and even, even going into some of these schools I've been going into, was talking about popularity, popular thinking doesn't require thinking at all. Really, all you're doing is just following, right? And that's the thing where Christ was the unpopular one, and they were shouting out, give me somebody that's going to steal from me. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I really don't want to hang around somebody I know steals. Unfortunately, we do, though. Unfortunately, we do, right? We got relatives. We love them, but we don't trust them, right? There are some relatives we would not let use our ATM card, right? Like, and definitely not with a pen. So uh, the crowd voted in order for their customs to keep the thief, and God orchestrated the decision, though, right? Because it's like, okay, you voted to keep a thief instead of Christ, but I'm going to use your decision to get salvation to you. Amazing that God can look beyond what we, what we choose and still keep working in our lives till we get ourselves right back to him, right? So it's that wrongful decision or that, that place that he orchestrated. Jesus walked through that wrongful conviction to deliver them from the ultimate robber, death and hell. He was like, yeah, you're choosing this robber, but there's something greater that's stealing from you right now, and that's death and hell. And I'm going to use the fact that you chose one robber, but I'm going to use Jesus to take away the great robbery, right? So we got eternal life. We got, we got salvation, right? We got those parts. And y'all are looking at me like the, the kindergarten kids that were looking at me on Thursday, and they were like, oh, my gosh. And, and I always get that question, can, can, will you be my daddy? You have to explain to kindergarten, it doesn't work that way, right? Because really, you only like me, kindergarten, because I kept your attention for an hour. It's not lifetime. Yeah, you would be a great daddy. I go, no, you don't know that. For one, we have some explaining to do. I mean, I got to take you to Miss Rita and say, this is ours. And she know you didn't come from her. Like, a lot of times, what, what, what get us in the moment, we try to trust for a lifetime, Right? And we find out who's really real with us when things get real. 
right? When things get real, you'll find out who's the real person. That, that thing kind of shows up at that point. And, and, and this is, is where Jesus was like, okay, I know you wrongfully convicted me, but God is going to use that anyway. And I, I want to say this to you now. Maybe someone's not accepting you and they're convicting you and picking something over you right now. But if you will stay and walk with God, he's going to bring deliverance. How about that? How about that? How about being picked over? How about someone picking this funeral-looking suit over a beautiful white suit? Salvation will surely come to our house. Truly believe that when we are reaching out to help someone and they continually choose what is not best for them. And this is where it really hurts, right? Because you're talking to someone, you're trying to encourage them, and they continually choose a thing that steals from their life continually choose that thing over and over again. You're like, man, this is not what's good for you. Don't stop speaking the truth, but don't turn into a negative person. Just begin to trust that God is going to direct the steps, right? His steps are ordered according to Psalms 20, 37, 23, that he's, he's ordered our steps. So in other words, turn and walk in your faith and re- instead of talking about what somebody else is not doing right. This is always okay. It's like, I got to talk, I got to walk, in my faith, and I got to walk by faith and not by sight, because that's going to generate the resurrection. That's going to generate deliverance. And, and in those parts of where we want to pick Christ. So resurrection keeps us from having identity theft, right? Resurrection is what keeps us, right? As much as down as you may get about your faith or down as you may get about anything else, you know one thing Jesus got up for you. You may not be down with Jesus right now, but he's up for you. And he's always picking us up and always pulling us together because he said, I got up on behalf of you. And that's what resurrection keeps us from having this identity theft and where you don't have to walk out these doors if you've accepted Christ and go, I wonder if I'm going to heaven. No, that identity has been identified as I'm with Christ, the hope of glory. He is my hope. He is the one that is with me. The the faults of man are the vehicle of grace. So even the fact that there is a mistake, that's the vehicle of grace. So I I wanted to just get us kind of flowing with that. If we've ever kept a thief in our life, we ever kept a relationship that we know was stealing from us. We can't be happy around this thing. We can't be excited around this thing. It's just whatever it is, it steals from us in our faith. And, and, And God is showing, even though they may keep that, if you will run with me, I'll get you through it. I'll get you through that resurrection, all right? Uh, Mark chapter 14, verse 17 through 20. Uh, when evening came, Jesus arrived with the 12. Now, this is at the last, the Lord's Supper. They're showing up there to eat. And while they were reclining and, and eating, Jesus said, truly, I tell you, one of you who is eating with me will betray me. Okay, so that means Jesus knows who's about to. You imagine us being somewhere eating, and I go, one of y'all lied on me, and I'm about to tell you who it is. Right? This is at the table. They eating. Jesus said, one of y'all done betrayed me. Like, that just made dinner uncomfortable. Right? Dinner just got weird, because Jesus is like, let me call y'all out. Y'all sitting there eating. We fed the 5,000. Y'all watch me do miracles, but one of y'all ain't no good at the table. They began to be grieved, as they should, and to ask him one after another, surely not I. And he answered, that this, is, this is the part of him. And I like Jesus was savage, right? He said, it is one of the 12, the one who is dipping his bread in the bowl with me. 
Like, Jesus is like, okay, I'm going to come all out and tell you. And Judas got his bread dipped in the same bowl right then. That's the time you stop eating, Judas. <laughs> he said, Judas won't even let me have my own Italian dipped stuff. He got to get, he was such a thief. Judas carried the treasure, the offering bucket for Jesus. He's still out of it. Jesus was caught complaining about the woman who made a sacrifice to God. He said, we shouldn't, she shouldn't be making that sacrifice to you. We should have sold that and got some money for it. That's, that's Judas. Would you imagine sitting at the table? Judas obviously wasn't one of the ones wondering if he was the one betraying him because he eating like, what is he doing? Like, he ain't got enough sense to listen. He dipping with me. Right? And it's amazing how close we can let people get to us that steal from us. Right. And he's sitting there and I'm like, man, Jesus was wild because then all the other disciples, the other 11 had to be like him. But if you read later on, they still didn't know. When Jesus sent him out, they thought he just needed to go because he had the money. He, they still didn't know. It's, it's amazing how close we can keep a thief. How close we can keep someone who's stealing from us. And then and, and God is saying, and that's OK, because I've got something greater for you, even at that point. So <laughs> I wanted to know, though, and this is my personal questions. I may just have Jesus in the corner when we get to heaven. I got a bunch of questions that I need answered, right? Like, why would Jesus keep someone he knows is a threat to his well-being? He knows he's about to betray him. See, normally, and we do normally take uh, communion on Easter, and, and this was basically, they took communion together. This, dude, this, was a, this was a thief. So we always said, when people say, you know, I don't know if I could take communion, Judas got to take communion. The betrayer, he's betraying Jesus, he got to eat. Because most people won't take communion because they think they're messed up. Judas was messed up. If he could take it, you can take it. Right? And, and God began to bring him out of that. So he, he says, I believe, I, and this is my personal belief, I believe it is a message to all of us that have stolen from Christ at one time or another. Right? Now, now let's, let's find out who wants to sin today. How many of y'all ever stolen from Christ before? Stolen your affection, stolen your time, just like that. I know you walked up and stick him up, Jesus. I'm not talking about that. Like, like you know what I'm saying. Like, right? We're, we're like, see, some people try to get too literal. No, I've never held up the Christ. But you've taken at times where God wanted your attention, but you took your attention. And God says, let something go, but you went and followed it. Or God said, forgive, and you said no. Or, or God said, let's talk, and you said, let's no, let's sleep. So even at, at one of those times, so he was trying to show us he keeps us because he, it doesn't stop his redemptive power from being in our lives, right? He keeps us, he keeps us. I, I often remember in my childhood, and so this is my one brother that, 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 as he was just getting caught up and caught up and caught up. I remember at one time we, kept, we were starting to ask our mom, like, why do you keep believing in him? She goes, this is my son. Same way I want, you need me to believe in you. You're going to need me to believe in you. Of course, we were so judgmental. Not like that. He messing up. He using up all our money. We have to pay court fees, all of this stuff. And then when he died, she was like, I still love him. She goes, there's got to be a place where you, where you stop and say, no matter what they're taking from you, realize God gave it to you to begin with. God is, beginning, is restoring that in us. So I, and I, hopefully I can help you as the reason why you're still hanging on to something that other, everybody around you may think you should let go. How about that? And, and, and if at any point you feel down about today's message, just say Jesus resurrected. 
So everyone has a Judas that steals from their communion with God. Jesus couldn't even take communion. It was Judas was taking that. They take that communion from you. So we must call it out. Even though a betrayal is carried out, we still, as we call it out, God will carry us through. Right? God will cause us to move on and move forward. Uh, that will not stop us from walking in his purpose. That will not stop us from walking in his plan. But, but what God wants you to do is say you can overcome it even if it has to stay there with you. Right? And I'm not telling you that, that, that you should not speak up. I'm telling you the exact opposite. Please speak up. But don't let that thief keep you from honoring your walk with God. Jesus kept one. He let the, the thief carry the money bag. I'm sorry, I would have gave him another job. He could have done anything. You can go kick the rocks. You're going to make sure you pave the way. Just anything. You get the plates. You get the little boy helping with his fish dinner, but you can't hold the money. Right? And, and, and Jesus said, I'm going to trust you because at some point, your betrayal won't be able to be stopped, and you won't be able to stop yourself. So we call it out even though it's something we need to stop. So a thief takes what you give, and, and that's, a, that's a cool part because you were going to give it anyway. But it's the part that struggles is when a, when a thief takes what you have because what you have is what you need for strength. So it's one thing you take what I'm going to give because I was going to give it anyway. But when you take what I have, now you're taking from me, and I'm not going to be strong enough to resist you anyway. We even, we even talk about it. We can call them strongholds. We can call them addictions. We can call them all of those things are thieves that steal from us in our walk of Christ. And you know that decision that's right there is like, and your flesh goes, give us Barabbas. You're in traffic. Someone cuts you off. Do you want the king of the Jews? Or do you want to scream at them words that are not in the Bible? Give us Barabbas, right? And we had those times where Jesus says, I'm going to make a way even though you've heard the way. But when a thief is allowed to take what I have, that means my strength is stolen. John 10.10 10 says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. Life is bigger, right? He said God wants to give us abundant life. And, I, and I'll give you a case in point. A lot of times that can mean whatever you need that to mean to you. But, but I think of it as even in these times where we're helping with, with, with kids, when they bring in an audience of K through 12, I got to make a senior feel as important as a kindergartner. The kindergartner don't even know it's what day of the week it is. And you have those things where we may not all be as mature in our faith as we should be, but God manages to meet, reach us all. Some people don't know that many scriptures. That's okay. God loves you like you know them all. He loves you that way. He, he begins to lift you up and he says, I, I've, I've got you. I want you with me for eternity. And that's part, that's the lifting of Christ. So life more abundantly is at stake when a thief is allowed to go unchecked. What, what steals from you? I mean, remember, I would let anger used to steal from me all the time. I was, I was little, but I was angry. I, I became taller as I was angry in my mind. They would take me around the neighborhood to fight other kids. It was like a little street fighting started early. But my, it was anger. It was something. What they did not realize, the things that, that when I would fight when no one was around, I was blacking out trying to hurt someone. So what they thought they were helping me with, it was really stealing from the joy that I have today. See, all of this wouldn't have happened had it not been for God. God in happy Texas. 
had to res resurrect me. And that's where I got saved, a place called Happy Texas. No lie, look it up, it's on the map. Happy Texas, I want to go visit again, just because they rode a horse down the mountain and I got saved in Happy Texas. God knew I needed the whole thing. Yeah, really, really, I needed the whole deal. They, uh, they also reminded me of my first uh, um, um, attack, uh, hitman attack that they used me in middle school to mess up people's cars. Isn't it amazing, like, you go back home and people tell you how messed up you were. They can't know how you are now. They knew what you used to be. And, and I almost got busted helping people because we were putting chocolate in people's gas tanks. I'm saved now. I don't do that stuff now. So some of y'all looking like that's going to happen. I, I don't do that now. And I almost got busted helping my sister because she says, uh, she goes, we're going to go do this. You need to go take care of this. And I said, oh, I got the chocolate. But the chocolate I had was chocolate I had stolen from her from selling her band stuff. Right? See, I, I was just a crook all the way around. I, I knew something about stealing. She wanted me to help her. I said, oh, I got some chocolate that I have to wait. No, no, I don't. Because that's yours. What God is saying, I'm erasing everything you used to be so I can tell you what you are called to be. That's not you anymore. You're not a thief. Well, Luke chapter 23. We're going to give you some cross stuff. Verse 39. Jesus on the cross. One of the criminals who hung there heaped abuse on him. Are you not the Christ he said, save yourself and us, all right? All right? I, uh, I identify with this thief on the cross, this one, okay? He's mad. You're, you're, you're God. Why can't we get down? Why don't you do something, all right? But the other one rebuked him saying, do you not even fear God since you are under the same judgment? When we're in pain, do we say this? Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Let's give you credit. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. He's dying with Jesus. God, I prayed all my prayers. Why haven't you done anything? Do you say that? Or you go, God, I'm sorry. I fear you. It's the same judgment. And one translation says, he says, thus thou not know. He puts all those things in perspective. And what God is, Jesus is sitting there on the cross. You both are thieves. I'm in between you. And I want you to be able to get your message. And as he rebuked him, he says, we are punished justly for we are receiving what our actions deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Right? In the worst moment ever, right? The worst thing that you can do is turn away from God when things are at their worst. The best thing you can do is turn toward God. That's the best thing you can do, right? It's like, Jesus, help me. We're both dying on this cross. We're on this cross. Uh, what can you do? Turn to me. Uh, invite me into your paradise. And, and here's, where, here's where I got it. The thief on the cross, his life went up amazingly, even though it didn't change in that moment. And I think that's one of the big things, because people, when we come to Jesus, we want things to turn around just like that. But God wants us to stay around, so that means there's a walk that needs to happen. And sometimes when things just turn around, we forget to stay around to see the fulfillment of what God has. And he turned, he changed his life, didn't take him off the cross, though. Wouldn't you think that would have been a great miracle? Today, you'll be with me in paradise. Nails pop out, the thief take, jumps off the cross, start running down the street. 
It's been a great miracle. That's not the way God works. God says, I'm taking with you with me in paradise. I'm taking you to a different place. So the thief on the cross, his life went up, and he asked Jesus to remember him. Now, I think, here's a, I think it's a cool thing of being a Christian and a pastor, but then going and speaking in public, because God can give you analogies from the Bible that you can say that, that you don't have to say scripture. And, and I remember doing this to a bunch of sixth graders and says, says that, uh, I, I, I said, you are being remembered. You're being put together. And I remember saying that, that you're not broken anymore. And how the kids begin to grab, grab, grab a hold to that when someone puts you back together. Everything that's stolen from you emotionally, mentally, God says, I'm going to remember you. I'm going to put you back together. Not the old you. I'm going to put you back together with the you that I've called you to be. You're not where people won't recognize you. So he received him in paradise that day. So our goals have the advantage, right? Have the advantage of, of giving us vision and the disadvantage of making us not enjoy the go. The time that we're spending with God. And God is saying, hey, look, you have a, you have a goal. You have a, have a belief that I'm going to do something in your life but you're carrying something that you're going to need to confront and be able to walk with me. He says, I'm not hating you for it. I'm not disowning you for it. I'm telling you there's something there that's stopping you from your best life. So I, I love coming to church here because I get to admit all of my stuff while y'all sit there and act like you don't have none. It's cool. I love it here. Y'all make me feel better about my life. And is it? When you get like that where you're saying, man, I got the advantage of having goals, but if I'm so busy chasing my goals, I forget to enjoy the way. I can get older. I can get there. And even, even myself, some of us, uh, I, I have regrets because I've traveled a lot in my life. I still wish I would have done more with my family. I wish I hadn't missed so much time. But God has to catch me from that because I can start to feel guilty about providing for my family. And God has said, don't let that steal from you. Enjoy them when you're around them. Right? And, and, and maybe that's for somebody who needs to build that. The journey is as powerful, if not more powerful, than the get there. But you enjoy the journey with Christ. Don't enjoy just getting there. We have to understand that the statement, in the meantime, may just be that. Meantime. In the meantime. In the meantime, hold your peace. In the meantime, keep smiling. In the meantime, well, the time has been mean for too long. God is saying, don't give up on what I've called you to do. You can have an absolute thief in your life. You can have those people who are in your life. And I, and I know others who can see your business think they know it better than you do. And they cannot figure out why you would keep them around. And for the life of me, until my mom confronted us, I could not figure out why she wouldn't just cut my brother loose. Why won't you let him go? He's stealing from us. He's stealing your, your joy. You're crying all the time. You don't know where he is. We got to go. He's like, why, why are you keeping him? She says, because it's my son. Why is Jesus keeping you? Because you're his child. And everybody else may want to throw you out, but you belong to Christ. To keep a thief, to keep someone is off, you belong to him. It's even more real, even at, 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 at that funeral service, I had to, they put me in charge of her. And, I, you know, I was a bitter dude. I, I, didn't, I didn't show any emotions. But I remember telling her, you're never going to cry over me the way you have to cry over him. And, and she still said, it's my child. You belong to Christ. You may not be giving him your best. You may not be your perfect. You may, not, you may still be stealing from him, but Jesus said, you're still mine, and I'm going to take you with me. 
the options of being in Christ. He says, anyone being in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. But the option of if, you're a new creature is what it says. If you've had some old creatures come around. Have y'all been born again? You're born again, but you have some old creatures that show up. How many of y'all been delivered from anger, but that old creature comes up at H-E-B, Walmart, 7-Eleven. It's an old creature. You're somebody you thought you got rid of. It's an old dominion. And it comes back, and it says, if anyone be in Christ. And sometimes when we get outside of Christ, old creatures come back. Old creatures. The, 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 again, I love sharing a lady at the airport who told me I looked deranged just because it was 6 in the morning and I was smiling in my gate. And I had options, though. I could have told her what the first thought that came to my head. By the way, preacher or not, you're going to have thoughts that come in your head that you should not share. Right? And I thought about telling her her mama looked deranged, but I didn't know her mama. That's what I thought. I know nobody here would do that, but I'm just telling you what I thought. Like, this lady don't know me. I'm just at my gate smiling. She mad because I'm happy. Tell me I look deranged. Had I been smarter, instead of getting in her face and going, I hope I sit next to you on the plane, I would have went to the desk and asked for my ticket to be changed to her ticket. I just wanted to sit next to her. God says, make sure you don't wake up tomorrow morning and let someone steal your joy because they're unhappy. Make sure you don't keep the thief's opinion so long that you can't even be yourself. Make sure you don't keep somebody's negative uh, thoughts about you so long that it steals from your day. You ever done that, right? Somebody say one thing to you, think about that all day long. Even though people say something good about you, you can remember the one thing. You can remember the one thing. You remember the one thing. Part. I, I can go in there. I can speak to a bunch of people. I remember doing a graduation and finishing speaking. Everyone loved it. This one lady came up to me. You shouldn't have shared that. And I, I couldn't answer her. Only thing I can do, which I found out this is not a good thing, but Pastor Donnie knows that if I'm stuck here and I'm not talking, this is not happy. This is sharks. And I just stared at her. But I remember her statement more than all the other people. And that's the thief that we tend to keep. That's the thief. That's the one. That's the thing that robs us. I can do so much good, but the only thing I know how to do is remember the one thing I'm not doing well. And Jesus says, I want you to tell that thief to quit dipping in your communion. They're going to go betray you, but you're going to walk with God anyway. That's the victory. That's the victory of Christ. They betrayed me anyway. God, how can someone who loves me? Judah said he loved you. How can someone who loves me betray me? Still, you walk with Christ. Don't betray yourself. That's the tragedy is when you betray yourself and say, they let me down, so I'm going to let myself down by not following Christ anymore. That's the ultimate betrayal. I look at the victory of Christ. So Jesus said, for the joy that was set before him, which was his obedience to God, he endured the cross, keep God before you, and there will be a release from what is stealing from you. What is stealing from you? And we've had it all in our life where we've had something in our life that is stolen from us. But I want today to be that day we start now where we release that and just begin to let God fill it up. And God began to restore each and every part of you, right? Now, now again, if you've never made a mistake, God bless you. I'm going to ask you not to shake anybody's hand in here because the rest of us have. 
and we'll mess you up. Okay? Definitely skip me, right? Because we've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. But just because we've fallen, God doesn't want us to stay fallen. He wants us to rise and honor the resurrection, which is what has happened today. Amen? I want you guys to bow your heads. I want to pray over you. And as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed and you're praying for whatever thief may be, whatever your understanding of the thief in, in life is, I just want you to pray for God's power and strength to forgive and, and release and strengthen you. If your thief is a loved one, even a child like my mother had to deal with that I'm not going to let my child go. I'm going to honor and bless and minister life. And no matter what anyone else says, I know that God's got a better way and God's going to bring me through. I also pray that if that thief is a stronghold, opinion, a hurt, a pain, or something, whatever it is, that that is what we'll release to Jesus today. So, Father, we just pray. I, I thank you, Lord God, that there's times that we've carried things that we should have let go and let go of things we should have kept. But in the name of Jesus, that we want to go in your way. And as Jesus, you stood and watched the entire crowd, people you fed, people you healed, people you delivered, pick a thief over you. I pray for each and every person in this room that has felt like something has been picked over them. Someone's behavior, someone's anger, someone's situation has been picked over them. In Jesus' name, I pray that there's still a walk to have. There's still a follow in Christ to have. And that they have not lost everything. For you are going to finish and you're going to bring forth your resurrection power. And Lord, I just thank you in the name of Jesus as you begin to lift up and encourage and bring forth life. That as they even walk through the midst of the people that are maybe doing things to them, that they'll still walk in the middle of what Jesus has done for them. And as your heads are bowed and you're praying, you're in here and you're saying, I don't know Jesus. I don't know where I'm going to spend eternity. I want to be right with God. People are praying. Eyes are closed. If that's you. I just want you to lift your hand and put it down. I just want to pray over you. We don't want Easter just to be a one-time event. I want it to be a moment. Thank you, Jesus, for hearts and lives. So, Father, I thank you for each and every person here that knows you. I thank you, Father God, that you are breaking up addictions and strongholds right now. Even those thieves that don't have a name and don't have a, have a, has a, has a picture of, of a personality of a human being, but they are robbers. I pray in the name of Jesus that we're being set free. Setting free from emotional turmoil and anger and bitterness. I thank you in Jesus' name that the Son is set free. And who the Son is set free is free indeed. I thank you for there will be a love for, like, like Pastor Rita said earlier, that we, he loved us first. And Lord, we come back that you love us and we come to you in a mighty way. Lord, thank you for this Easter. Thank you for resurrection. We give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen, amen.